Welcome to the Talk Faith Podcast, an outreach ministry of Lone Star Church in Northwest Missouri. Each month, we will bring you a timely message of faith from the Word of God that we believe will make an impact in your life. Let's join Pastor C.F. Rainey for this month's message. Welcome into our December podcast. I'm so thankful that you are with us this month. And I have an exciting guest with me this month and in studio today. And when I say in studio, I mean sitting across the table here in our dining room at our makeshift studio in our home is my wife, Nicole. And Nicole's going to be our guest this month and excited to have her back. She was on our second episode as we talked about family And today we're going to be talking about Christmas. It's December, so we want to wish everyone listening a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful time with your friends and family here at this special time of year. And so Nicole and I have been married for 24 years. It'll be 25 years in June of next year. We have three amazing children, Bo, who is 16, Lucy, who is 13, and Olive, who is 8. We also have a dog who is sitting here at our feet, Millie. And uh, we've been pastoring up at Lone Star Church for 18 years, and uh, it's been an amazing time. We have an amazing group of people. And so we're talking about the subject of Christmas, Nicole, and I want to read a quote here to begin. This is from a gentleman by the name of Richard Blackaby, and he says, On the first Christmas, God didn't merely send humanity a principle or a doctrine or an ethical system. He sent his only son, its personal and you and I were talking about this, and you know, so much of, of what people consider religion, it is, it's about a principle, it's about an ethical system or a doctrine. But when God introduced his son Jesus at Christmas time, he made it very personal for us. Amen. It was personal. He sent his son, who really was his most personal possession that he had, and he sent it down here so that we could have a personal relationship with the Father. And on that day that Jesus came, that's the day that changed everything. It changed history. It changed future. It changed everything. Amen. And, you know, uh, John 3.16, which is probably one of the most quoted scriptures in the Bible, says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And so when you look at that, Nicole, you know, God sent his Son Jesus, made it personal, but but that first Christmas was the greatest gift ever given, that gift of salvation, that gift of Jesus. Amen. Um, I think about in Luke chapter 2, and suddenly in verse 13 it says, And suddenly um, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And And it came to pass as angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds, said to one another, Let us now go into Bethlehem, see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And the thing that's really interesting about this scripture is that angels came declaring and decreeing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men, and Jesus hadn't even done anything yet. All he did was being, he had just been born. Amen. But, but, but what what the angels were declaring and decreeing was, this is it. We've sat and watched this thing. We wondered when he was going to come, and now the Messiah has come. And by faith, they went ahead and declared into this earth, 
peace has come and that the will of the Father for men is good. It is always good, and it's happening now. Amen. And so you look at that, Nicole, and, and what you're saying, what the angels were declaring, mm-hmm. and you think, so So that was just from, from the beginning of, of the gift being given, mm-hmm. right? Je- just Jesus showing up on, on the earth and, and the fact that even though he had not accomplished anything, right, he's, he's just a baby, Still, when he arrived, that peace arrived. When he arrived, all those things that were in him as the only begotten Son of God, as the 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 Savior, the King of Kings, the Lord, all those things arrived with him. Yeah, in Genesis chapter three, you can look back, and the first hint of the anointed one to come is when God said, "Hey, listen, Satan's going to bruise your heel, but he but Jesus is going to bruise his head," and so. These angels are looking at all these prophecies throughout the Old Testament, and it's about ready to happen. And now they know that Jesus is getting ready to, even though he's just born, he's just a baby, he's getting ready to put his foot on the, on the devil's head, and death is about ready to be conquered. Amen. And so what um, humanity right, had been waiting for since creation arrived on that day, or arrived in, in, the, in the person of Jesus Christ in, in this baby that was, right, as, as everyone's listening, uh, I'm guessing everyone knows the Christmas, Christmas story, whether you, you grew up in church or not, you, you know the story of the virgin birth, which, which is such a miracle, right? God introduces Jesus on this earth in human form in this miraculous way through the virgin birth. And, and we know the story. They went to Bethlehem. There was no room at the end. They end up being in, in, in a barn, right, in a stable. Jesus is born and, and placed in a manger. And here the, the shepherds show up and the angels show up. And, and all of that is this grand introduction to the Savior, to the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't have scripture on this, so I can't say this is what was happening. But you can only imagine that for you know the past seven years or seven thousand years, the angels angels were up in heaven. When's when's he gonna go? When's he gonna go? When's he gonna go? Is it today the day? Is today the day? And so, to their excitement and everything they've been waiting for for mankind to be redeemed, now all of a sudden it's happening, and they make those declarations. Amen. Another quote that I wanted to, to share with you it's from uh, Corey Ten Boom, and and this quote says, "Who can add to Christmas?" The perfect motive is that God so loved the world. The perfect gift is that he gave his only son. And the only requirement is to believe in him. The reward of faith is that you shall have everlasting life. And so you look at that, and, and, and what they're saying here is there's nothing you can add to Christmas to make it any better. The perfect motive was love, and the perfect gift was his only begotten son, Jesus. And the only thing we have to do to open that gift, Nicole, is, is just simply to believe in him. Amen. Salvation is the easiest thing you could ever do in your life. Receiving Jesus as your Savior is the easiest thing. Jesus did the hard part. He had to leave his father. He had to come down here, take on a, um, a human form, a human body, be separated from his father in the sense of he's not in heaven anymore, functioning in that place. He's in earth. And he had to die the most gruesome death. He did the hardest part. Our job and our part to get to heaven is the easiest thing you could ever do. Amen. And so really, um, you can't really enjoy Christmas fully until you've received that gift of Jesus Christ. Right? We celebrate it. And, 
and and it's what we were talking about before we celebrate in in all these different ways we'll we'll put lights on our homes and we'll bring decorations in and a christmas tree and lights and things like that but to truly enjoy christmas it has to be enjoyed through that that lens of salvation that lens of receiving that gift and opening that gift amen you know see if we've talked with people in the stress of christmas when they don't know jesus of all the stuff you know getting the presents and getting the food and how stressful it can be but when you keep your focus on him um you know of course we believe that all of our needs are met according to his riches and glory we believe god wants us blessed but when you keep your focused on him, keep your eyes focused on him um the stress of that goes away and you're able to enjoy christmas for for what it really is it's about jesus Amen. And you think of so many of the traditions that we have, Nicole, and things that we do and, and all, all the time. And each family, I know there are those listening, you, you have your own special traditions and things that you do uh, that, that maybe start the 1st of December, things that you do special on Christmas Eve and uh, things you do special on Christmas morning with your family. But, but you think about some of the things, and I was looking at this, so you think about like uh, having a, a Christmas tree, an evergreen tree. And, and so as I was looking this information up, evergreen trees were the symbol of eternal life. And Martin Luther, the great reformer, is the one who first introduced them as a picture of our endless life in Christ Jesus by bringing a tree to his family on Christmas Eve lit with candles. And so you just think, so much of what we do, there is a picture of Jesus in much of what we do. Amen. And, and so you think about that. We, you know, most people will have a tree and they'll have lights on their house. And we, we celebrate Christmas at this time of year, which Nicole and, and anyone listening, especially if you're, you're in the United States listening to this, we, we realize the shortest day of, of the year as far as daylight hours falls just before Christmas. And, and so in the darkest time, we celebrate that light of Jesus Christ that, that came into our lives. And we celebrate that light um, of Jesus with lights on our tree and lights on our houses and all these different things that go on. And, and it's interesting, the things that you can remember, Nicole, and, and maybe just, just share, because I think most people, as they listen, they're thinking about maybe a memorable Christmas they had or memorable things or, or traditions that they do. And maybe just share with, with, with uh, everyone listening some, some things maybe you remember as a kid growing up or some traditions we've, we've started as, as parents uh, because there's the great thing about becoming a parent. Uh, maybe there were some things you did as a kid. You're like, I didn't really enjoy that. But you get to start your own traditions and things that you do with your kids at this uh, amazing time of year, Christmas time. Yeah, you know, I think about growing up and um, the traditions that I had in my family and then coming into your family and the, seeing the traditions in there. Um, the one thing I know is that Christmas was a big deal with my family and Christmas was a big deal with your family. And so even though we didn't or we don't do everything that my mom and your mom, you know, did, we still carry on the, um, you know, the magnitude of that tradition with our children, knowing that our children eventually when they get their own families won't do everything we do, but Christmas is going to be a big deal. But, you know, one thing that I started with our family, I, let me just tell you something I quit. I, I, I did an advent calendar with my children, but I quit that because it was just too hard. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Every day I was like, I, we, we'd miss like three days and we have to go back and read the scriptures. But we do read, read scriptures 
throughout the month and um, talk about Jesus and about his birth and the importance of that and the angels coming and making declarations and how awesome that is. But, you know, just keeping the focus on Jesus, keeping the focus on his birth and what it means to us as a family. And um, then we just have other normal traditions, just kind of our own natural ones. You know, of course, you mentioned the tree and we put lights up and everything, but I think probably one of the funnest traditions that we do is we do on Christmas Eve a fondue night with our family. And basically, it's just we have all of our family get together, we have fondue, and that's kind of our big celebration with our family, and my kids absolutely love it. Amen. And so you just think about it, the the different things that families do, but the thing we always stress as pastors, Nicole and I, to people, is that that we do want to keep our celebrations Christ-centered, that we want to make sure our kids understand Hey, the reason you receive gifts from mom and dad, the reason you receive gifts at Christmas time is because of love, because we love you, right? John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave. And so we're giving to you because we love you, but we all realize the greatest gift that was ever given is that gift of Jesus. And, and so we want to make sure that because that, it's so easy to lose, it's so easy, Nicole, to lose, I think, that focus of Jesus. And it doesn't mean... That, that everything you do, you, you have to give a scripture for it. But you're trying to show your kids, you're trying to show those around you, the reason we're doing this, it's all motivated by love. And that love in us is motivated by God's love for us, right? It, it's just a, a, an overflow of his love for us that, that we're continuing to walk in love and act in love towards others. Amen. You know, you can't do your family right without the love of God. And so, like you said, you don't have to have, you don't have to say a scripture for everything you do and sit down and have a scripture for everything you're about to do. But when your kids see the love of God flowing out of you, that's what's going to impact their lives and, and family and realizing how important family is, no matter what that looks like to you, family is so important in getting together. You know, you mentioned about stressing things about as pastors to our congregation, we stress very greatly get together with your family. It is so vital to be together and um, to create traditions. Maybe you don't have a tradition, but you could start. You can start anytime. Amen. And, and it's so funny, uh, right? And, and Nicole mentioned a tradition can start this year. This, this could be your first year that you do something. And, and it's funny the way you, you think of things. And uh, so um, my, my mom, praise the Lord, was, was this amazing woman. And, and she was just the most amazing gift giver. Uh, anyone that ever received a gift from her, she was just this amazing gift giver. Every gift was so thoughtful and 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 just so perfect. Everything that she gave, and and so so I was thinking back, and often uh, I've I've got uh, two sisters, two brothers, so five of us kids growing up in in the same house. And and one Christmas, my mom was was trying to get this special perfect gift for one of my brothers. And it, it was back ordered and back ordered and it, it came in on, on Christmas Eve day. And so she'd went to uh, St. Joe, which is a larger town about an hour from where we grew up and she went to pick it up. And so she normally, she, she's also this amazing cook and she fixes these big meals and she would normally do that on Christmas Eve. But this Christmas Eve, because she was late getting home and in the city, getting a gift, she brought Taco Bell home. Okay, now us kids, because we didn't have a Taco Bell locally, we grew up in a small town and uh, did not have a Taco Bell. We just thought, oh my gosh, this is just the most amazing thing. And so for years after that, 
we'd talk about how, how we would have Taco Bell for Christmas Eve, yet it only happened one time. <laughs> there, there was only one, one Christmas Eve we had Taco Bell, and it used to drive my mom crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the thing is, you just think about that, those, those memories that you have, and I'm sure anyone listening can think of a memory, but, but just how easy a tradition can start. Because I know maybe some of you uh, that, that are going to hear this, you're, you're thinking, man, I'd like to have a tradition we did on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning that we really uh, shown a spotlight on Jesus, that, that we really uh, did something special that day. And I know there are people that will do a birthday cake for Jesus when their kids are small, or they'll, they'll read the Christmas story out of the Bible on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning before you start opening gifts, just so you can keep that focus where you want it, which is on Jesus. But, but just like Nicole said, a tradition can start any time. And, and there always has to be a first for a tradition. And, and so I, I was uh, reading this other quote, and this is by William Parks, and he said, Christmas is not just a day or an event to be observed and speedily forgotten. It is a spirit which should permeate every part of our lives. And, and I think, Nicole, that's so interesting because you think about that, that Christmas spirit and we'll talk, you know, people talk about the Christmas spirit and it just seems like people are a little nicer around Christmas time and a little friendlier around Christmas time and a little more giving around Christmas time. But, but it's something that, that shouldn't just be observed once a year. It, it is the spirit of love and of giving that should continue in us uh, every day. Yeah. Amen. You know, really both of us, we have wonderful mothers. I, I wanted to talk about your mom a little bit. Um, my mom was a wonderful um, cook, wonderful gift giver. There was a couple of things you would, when you were talking, I was thinking about her going out and getting us presents for, but I wanted to talk about your mom because it is a special year for us, you know, and her with her passing away this year. But with, um, she was the best gift giver I have ever uh, known in my whole entire life. And so many things, throughout the last, you know, 20, almost 25 years of marriage and being a marriage to you and being in this family that she really did just bless um, me with just her heart and her thoughtfulness of giving. Um, But, you know, just being together with family is probably one of the things that I could encourage people to do to, to get around family, have fun, laugh, um, Maybe, maybe you don't do that very up. Start that tradition as well. Get around, have fun, play games, pick a game that you can play. Do something to where you're going to have fun. Amen. And, and just realize uh, joy, yes. right? Joy joy is such a, a big part of Christmas. We, we talked about Nicole uh, quoted scripture earlier in Luke. And, and you look in the Gospels, especially in, in Luke and Matthew, and, and you see this Christmas story just laid out from from the time that the angel comes and speaks to Mary and into the time that they get to, to to Bethlehem to his birth and the shepherds and the angels and the wise men and all these things laid out and and all these things that we we celebrate right many of you listening maybe you have a nativity scene in your house and right there's that perfect picture of of Jesus and his birth but the thing is we can't just leave Jesus in the manger, right? You've got to invite him into your heart. You've got to invite him into your life. And so, so many people at this time of year, they only see Jesus, Nicole, as that baby in a manger and, and don't fully maybe grasp uh, what that, what, what that encompassed, what, what was in that gift of that baby that came in a manger. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, 
you know, a lot of that comes from, you know, parents sitting down and making sure that our children understand the magnitude of that gift that was given, you know, technically not December 25th, but we picked that day, the magnitude of that gift that was given to the earth, because that's where it starts reaching your children in your home. Amen. And, and so as you're celebrating Christmas and, and again, it, it, it's so humbling sometimes to think that, uh, we, we get an opportunity wherever you're at listening to this to be part of that uh, month, th- this time leading up to Christmas to just share with you about the word and everything. But, but as you're doing that, right, really seek God and, and, and ask that in, in James chapter 1, verse 5, it says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally and, and abradeth not or doesn't hold back. And, and so many times I think, Nicole, people are scratching their heads. How can we better honor Christ? How can we better honor God in our celebrations with family and friends? And sometimes it's a simple really just asking and say, God, give, give, give me wisdom in what to do. Nicole mentioned we used to do uh, one thing that we kind of got away from. But the, I'm telling you, God has creative. He is the creator. And so he has amazing creative ways for you to be able to insert Jesus into your celebrations. Amen. I, you know, something kind of prompted in my heart when you said that, go home and love on your family. Honestly, one of the best ways you can honor Jesus is just to walk in love, love on your family, love on your children, love on your, your spouse. Um, you know, over Christmas break, it can kind of, you know, you've been used to your children being at school all day. Now they're home for two weeks or however long they're home, you know, Spend some time with the Father and then go love on your children is one of the best ways that you can honor him. Have fun with your children. Have fun with your family. Honestly, for me, that's the best way you can honor him right now in your life or in my life, excuse me. Well, no, and, and, it, and it's so interesting because the, the Bible tells us God is love, mm-hmm. right? He, he doesn't just love. He, he is love. He embodies love, and, and he's such a good, good father. And, and this time of year sometimes— uh, we, he doesn't get the credit he should in our lives for his goodness, for his mercy, for his love, uh, for his patience, uh, for all that he is with us. And uh, he's he's a giver. Love gives. And so one way, and Nicole was talking about it, if you want to show love to someone, find a way to give to someone, whether, whether that means. And so often when we hear that, and maybe when you heard that, you're thinking, well, I, I don't have much to give. Well, you have time. Right, and you 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 may, you have skills and and you have talents, and and sometimes it, it's just so simple. It's amazing. Uh, sometimes someone will come up and they'll give you a little homemade gift or, or a card that they made, and, and it's just such a blessing when you receive those things. So don't ever think you don't have anything to give. You do, and, and the enemy tries to convince you you don't because if he can keep you from being a giver. Right. If he can keep you stingy, if he can keep you from being a giver, he can keep you from from fulfilling all that God has called you to do in your life. And and sometimes it is just the simplest act of, of giving the smallest thing that can mean so much to someone. Amen. You know, um, I was thinking about that scripture in, in Luke where it says, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. And the thing that I want to leave with everyone Um, is that his will towards you is good and that it's never bad. 
So God's goodwill towards you is Jesus. His goodwill towards you is a wonderful family. His goodwill towards you is that you have the best Christmas that 2021 could ever offer or give you. God wants you to have the best Christmas ever. Lean on him. Lean on his goodness because his will for you is good. Amen. And, you know, as Nicole was saying, I just felt in, in my spirit uh, so often when we talk, we, we act like maybe right now every everyone's happy and everyone's having a joyous time. And, and maybe for you, uh, like, like our family, this is going to be our first family uh, without my mom, our, our, our Christmas without, without my mom. Uh, maybe you've lost someone over the last year or so. Maybe you've lost a job. Maybe some things aren't just going your way and you just feel like you don't feel like celebrating Christmas. Well, all the more reason to make sure you have a church family right, that, that, that is there, that you have a pastor that, that can speak into your life, uh, but to realize no, no matter what your circumstances are, uh, what Nicole just read uh, about peace, what Nicole just read about Christ is true, and, and that can always be celebrated, no matter what has gone on in your life, no matter what the circumstances. And the thing is, God wants you to have peace at this time of year. So sometimes people are like, I just don't feel like I have peace. God is the God of peace. And Jesus, right, brought that peace into this earth. Amen. Um, so the, the thing about his peace is you can receive it into your life. And the best way to receive anything is just what the word tells you is you receive it by your confession. So, you know, maybe, maybe you haven't been experiencing peace in your life. The best way to do it is say, Father, right now I just receive peace. Peace flooding my heart, flooding my body, flooding my soul. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, well, that's going to be the end of our December podcast with you. Uh, make sure to, to subscribe and share the podcast. Next month in January, unbeknownst to her, but my wife Nicole's going to join me again because here, here's the assignment I want to give you. Uh, a new year is a wonderful time to set new goals to, to be seeking God about vision for your new year. So in January, uh, our podcast is going to talk about that. We're going to talk about vision. We're going to talk about how to, how to receive that vision from God and then how to act on that and start to implement God's vision for you. Because here's what we know. We believe 2021 can be the most amazing Christmas you've ever had. And, and we're, we're believing that you've had an amazing year in 2021. But we also believe 2022 can, can be the best year you've ever had on this earth because with God, he always wants to take us higher and higher. And so we appreciate you spending this time with us here again uh, from our family to yours. We hope you have a Merry Christmas and a wonderful new year. And we will be back in January. And that episode again will be talking about vision. Thank you for joining Pastor C.F. Rainey on the Talk Faith Podcast. Remember, if you are in Northwest Missouri, we would love for you to worship with us in person on Sunday mornings at 9 or 11. For more information about us, please visit our website at LoneStarChurch.org or follow us online on Facebook and Instagram. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others can share in the word. Thanks again for tuning in, and we look forward to being with you again next month for another faith-building message from the Word of God.